0: Food Heals Podcast, episode 260.
1: I believe we get messages from the universe all the time. Yeah. So you're hearing from other people, you see signs, you know, license plates, uh, numbers that you see, animals that are yeah. giving you messages. If you're paying attention to a certain method, it will be used more.
0: Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself.
1: Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stressed. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately.
0: All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. Today's guest is a psychic, medium, writer, actress, model, producer, singer, and speaker who helps others receive guidance and communicate with loved ones. After experiencing a life crisis in which she was unemployed, going through a bad divorce and physically ill, she decided to make major physical and spiritual changes in her life and that's when everything dramatically transformed for my friend, Laura Powers. Laura started her company Healing Powers as part of that personal healing journey with the goal of helping others find the resources and tools for self-healing.
1: The Food Heals Podcast starts
0: now. She is a celebrity psychic, clairvoyant medium, writer, actress, model, producer, singer and podcaster. (laughs) A girl after my own heart who does all the things. She hosts six podcasts, including Healing Powers podcast. Please welcome Laura Powers. Thanks so much for having me.
1: I'm so glad you're here. Me too. This has been really fun. I love that we're connecting in person.
0: Yes, because, well, the truth is, is that this podcast is going to come out after we're back, but we're about to go to Cannes Film Festival.
1: I know. And I just know it's going to be magic. I have been feeling like... there's so much energy behind it and I've never been. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I was born in France. Cool. And also it's going to be my birthday while we're out there.
0: Oh yeah. So I'm
1: like, yay.
0: (laughs) So what part of France were you born?
1: I was born in Alsace-Lorraine, which is a Northeastern France near Germany. And even if you aren't familiar with that part of France, that's where Joan of Arc is from, which I think is also not a coincidence. One of the most famous psychics ever, Uh uh, as she's from that part of France.
0: Oh, my gosh. So we're going to celebrate your birthday and your birthright. (laughs) What's the birth city?
1: Yeah, my birthplace. And you
0: are a judge at the French Riviera Fest.
1: Yes, yes. So I'm really looking forward to that. And so it's happening concurrently as the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. And Yeah. I love film and television, so it's been an, an amazing opportunity.
0: Okay, so I say can, and you said con. So am I wrong? I mean, I even switch back and forth, to
1: be Ugh. honest. Can is the, like, American pronunciation, yeah. and then con, con. Is, is more more French.
0: Oh, my God. I feel like an imposter when I say con. <laughs> but at least it's not cans. Yeah. People say cans, and I'm like, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Laura, so tell us about you. Take us back because you are a psychic, you are a medium, you're an actress, you are all the things. You're in the film industry like me. You're a singer. You have seven books and six podcasts, but I know that you didn't start out that way. So take us back. What what was your journey?
1: So I... Started my first podcast, Healing Powers Podcast, because I went on this incredible healing journey and I really just wanted to share that information with other people. So I was, you know, sick and I was unemployed and I felt really stuck. And I, at the same time as I was starting to heal myself physically, I started opening up my psychic channels and abilities. And I just wanted to share all that with people. So I didn't really know what I was doing. I just started interviewing people that I knew or that were in my little circle of experts, nutritionists or dietitians or astrologers or whatever, and uh, just grew to really love it. And as I started that, I also started to see clients and work myself as a psychic as I gained confidence. And I loved it. And then I started podcasting on other subjects because I realized it was such a great way to learn, to connect, to network. And to gain expertise.
0: Yep. Well, I've learned the same thing. But what health problems were you experiencing?
1: So most of my life I was pretty thin, but I had gained weight and I, no matter what I did, I just wasn't able to lose it. I was also, you know, having skin problems. I was having a lot of breakouts and I couldn't sleep. I was on sleeping pills. I was diagnosed with polycystic ovary Mm -hmm. syndrome. They diagnosed me with uh, depression, even though I don't think that was the root cause. I think that was just like... You were depressed because you were dealing with
0: all the things. Exactly,
1: exactly. uh, You know, with leaky guts and... Um, You know, some other things. And what's interesting, though, is that once I got at the root of some of the kind of energetic spiritual stuff, so I was also in a a bad marriage. And when I got out of that, a lot of my things just went away.
0: (laughs) We hear that all the time. Yeah,
1: I like dropped 30 pounds, like almost immediately, like like, without effort.
0: And how old were you? Uh, 30. And I I can't tell you how many times we've heard this, Laura. Like, not only do people have a physical healing where they change their diet, but they also get out of a bad relationship, sometimes with a friend, sometimes with a family member. Or a boss. Sometimes with, yeah, a boss. Yep. Or very often a significant other.
1: Yeah. And I think there's a big reason for that. So, on a physical level, our body stores toxins and fat. Yeah. And uh, when we are in a toxic situation that either physically or emotionally our body uses that fat Mm -hmm. as a buffer because it's like it's safer to have it's safety yeah it's the the toxic energy those toxins have to have somewhere to go and instead of like being your organs or your brain or something and your body creates this fat is protecting you yeah yeah isn't that fascinating so if you are struggling to lose weight and you just like no matter what you do, you can't. It's probably because there's something in your life that's toxic. Yeah. And your body simply will not be able to release it because it's for protection. If it released it, then all that toxicity would literally go into your own tissues. And yeah. So it's
0: like work out all you want, eat nothing, but we're still gonna protect you.
1: Exactly. And so your body, you know, is not your enemy. That's that's one of the big things is people are like body, why are you doing this? And actually yeah. our bodies are really smart. <laughs> oh, know, yeah. Our bodies oh, have yeah. so much wisdom and we just need to kind of tap in and learn why our bodies are doing what yeah. they're doing and what the message is to share with us and then adjust accordingly. So for me, there were certainly physical things that I changed in terms of my lifestyle and diet, but a big part of it was also just opening my psychic channel back up because mm-hmm. I'd close that down mm-hmm. and releasing that unhealthy relationship and situation that I was in.
0: And so if someone's listening right now and they're feeling like, oh my gosh, this is me, what are some steps that they can take?
1: Wow. So I think finding some quiet time and just paying attention and listening to yourself, your intuitive messages that you're getting and not being afraid 'Cause a lot of us are have been entrapped in situations where we feel trapped, I should say, because we feel like we don't have options. So there's a fear yeah. component, a feeling I think fear like fear is big, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I can't let go of this job because I don't have any won't have anything else or yeah. you know, something like yeah. that. And if we can just pause and listen to our guidance, a lot of times there is a solution that maybe we don't know about or we can yeah. know that we can be, you know, safe and protected. So for me when I went on this shift, like as an example I started to pay attention to my intuition and I immediately had like an angelic visitation experience. And then they started to tell me to do things that sounded crazy. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about that.
0: Okay, so what is an angelic visitation for those who may not know?
1: Well, I mean, it can vary for different people, but I literally... I had taken a nap and I was waking up. So I wasn't asleep, but a lot of times we're most psychically open and that in that in-between yeah. sleep and dream yes. state. Yes, yes. And I just felt and heard and sensed angels all around me. Oh my God. And I could literally hear their wings beating and it sounded like thousands of wings, like it was this kind of overwhelming sound and... I felt an incredible outpouring of love and support. And it was one of those moments that just seemed to like stretch on and on and on. And I don't know how long it actually lasted, yeah. but it just went on. And I just knew in that moment that I wasn't alone and that things were going to be okay. And I knew that they were there. Wow. You know, so one of the things I explain to people is our minds, our lives, and our energy fields are very much like a garden. So if you don't, plant flowers, what shows up in a garden weeds, right? It's just automatically there. And so I, I just, love
0: that. It's
1: so simple. But yeah. that is literally how our lives are. And I had just never known to pull out the weeds and plant the flowers, yeah. Speak <laughs> spiritually speaking, and energetically speaking. And so I invited the angels in. And it was right after that, that this happened. And I think that they were just waiting for me to say, "Hey, Yeah, I want you here. I want your help. I want to connect with you. Yeah. So I really encourage for people, if you feel stuck, especially do this. I mean, do this in general, do it all the time. But that was what opened the door and I had this experience. And so what that did is it gave me the courage to when I started to get the messages to do things that I would operate not in the fear place and in those purely logical place that I also had been operating out of. So, you know, the amygdala, that kind of like the fear is in the amygdala. Is that called type A? um i think type a would be the logical part and then the mignola is the sort of reptilian fear-based part got it yeah and so you know when i checked in and tuned in with my guides and you know they encouraged me to go travel in europe and i was going to do a study abroad program to learn or excuse me to teach english as a foreign language in spain and then I was guided to travel afterwards and I had like no money. Like I'd been unemployed. It was the start of the recession. <laughs> I was like, what are you, how am I going to do this? But you know, what's funny is so I was guided to do it and I literally booked my flight and was out there with, like I said, like $500 to last me a month, Oh my gosh. including my accommodations and food and everything.
0: That's not enough. No, it's not. <laughs> my fear not. is coming up for you. Yeah, right yeah. <laughs>
1: but I, I know. So it sounded, like I said, kind of crazy. And I got out there and received an unexpected lump sum of money that I knew my angels were, knew was coming, but I didn't. Yeah. I learned as soon as I started connecting with angels and guides that if they were giving me that message that it was going to be okay, as long as I could just... Listen to their messages. But if I hadn't gone when it was suggested, then I wouldn't have met the people that I did. I wouldn't have, they wouldn't have played out in the best way that they were wanting for me. So things would have been okay. I mean, it's not like things would have been awful, but it was so much more magical when I listened to what they were suggesting.
0: And so here you are, you're like, I'm going to make these major life changes. I'm going to separate from my partner. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to travel the world. And I have no money, but I'm listening to my guidance, which (laughs) is amazing. But tell me how someone who is not psychically connected, which I believe we're all a little bit psychic, but do not feel psychically connected in that moment. How can we access that wisdom that's always available for us?
1: Yeah. I mean, I do believe that everyone has at least some. Yeah. Uh, it's like anything. There's a range of abilities. So anyone can make art or be a dancer or be an athlete, but it's at, at varying levels. But everyone benefits from learning and studying and just practicing it, right? So you're always going to be better if you just work at it more. And most people have not worked at it at all. Sure. So they just don't even know yeah. what they're capable of. Yeah. We don't get psychic kind of ABCs in school when we are <laughs> a kid.
0: So They don't teach us about taxes. They don't teach us about psychics. Like, yeah. what is school actually teaching
1: us? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I think this is a huge thing because most school systems are focused on like memorization of stuff that has to do with retaining information, which is now in the information age. That's not what we need. Not at all. Um, It's more about critical thinking. We have Google. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, everyone has that. um, But even if you don't feel like you're at a place where you can access that directly, I believe we get messages from the universe all the time. So, you know, you're hearing from other people. You see signs, you know, license plates, uh, numbers that you see, animals that are, you know, yeah. giving you messages. And the here's the thing about our angels and the universe as a whole is that if you're paying attention to a certain method, it will be used more. So if you're looking for messages and music, you'll hear messages in music. If you're looking ah, for numbers, that. they'll give you more numbers, yeah. et cetera. And so just to start paying attention and then know it's a conversation. So if you feel like you're getting a message and you're confused or you want to make sure, you can ask for clarification or you can ask for more messages. So I've had some really spot on, like crazy specific ones. So I'll share one story. I was driving. Mm. This is when I was living in Lafayette, which is my hometown in Colorado in mm. Boulder County. And I was in Denver. And I was feeling like I was getting the message repeatedly to raise my prices, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't an ego about it.
0: So your prices for consulting? For or? my
1: work as a psychic. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, angels, please send me a sign that I cannot misunderstand. Like uh, I basically yeah. was like, make this so clear for so me. Clear. Like, yeah. and it's like, so I drove home and so this is like 30 minutes later, I pull up to my house and I, I get my mail. And there's a business magazine, which by the way, I have not signed up for <laughs> to receive. You know, this kind of thing happens all the time. Yeah. And on the cover, the headline is 10 reasons why you should raise your prices. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. That is very clear. I love that. Yeah. So you can do that. You can ask for those signs and messages and then keep asking for more clarification or additional information if you feel like you
0: need it. Okay. So let's go back to your story. So you're 30 years old, you're traveling the world you had been experiencing a bunch of health problems. How long did it take for you to heal, to feel better? What was the transition like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in a way I'm still healing. There's We're always know, still healing, right? yeah. Because it's such a process, yeah. but... I would say pretty immediately when I left that situation, a lot of my things shifted. But I did have some dietary changes that I needed to make and I had to figure things out. So was it
0: food allergies? Was it things that didn't sit right with you? Yeah, I
1: think it was a combination of things. So I have learned um, in the last several years that I don't handle wheat or gluten well at all. Mm -hmm. I also don't handle dairy well. Mm -hmm. And my whole life I was eating those in large quantities most people are yeah Yeah. and i was um, standard american diet i was a vegetarian for years and so that was like a very common you know grilled cheese sandwich or whatever i'm also allergic to soy so that was problematic as a vegetarian (laughs) yeah and so i started learning more about that and gradually shifting my diet and it was shocking so i for years was basically constantly had a cold and you know chronic sinus infections
0: usually dairy yeah
1: yeah. And, and on top of that, I worked at a building that had mold in it. So I think anything oh. that was going on in my body was just like hyper triggered then because of the environment. So there was a lot of right. like, kind of like triple whammies happening. But yeah, th- for me, the uh, wheat thing was a big one because mm-hmm. when I went off of it, I immediately sensed the difference. And this is how crazy the inflammation was. So I have basically the size that I have been since I was in eighth grade. And then in high school, I just thought I grew a shoe size or two, uh, which was weird, you know, but I was like, well, you know, I guess that's what happens. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. So then when I went to Nutritious and she's like, wow, you're really reactive to wheat, and she pulled me off of it. And after being off of it for about 30 days, I went back to my middle school shoe size.
0: Oh, wow. So,
1: so I it was, was just so, inflammation in it the feet? It was just inflammation. And wow. the thing is your feet have so many joints, you know, that it's like it can really hold on to it. So if you have foot pain or if – I, this is the, gonna sound funny, but I always felt like my feet were too big, <laughs> and it turns out not that. It, just for me, they were like they weren't the size of yeah. it. Just was like this. I I would look and be like, just feel like my feet are not the right. <laughs> I literally would think that. Um, but yeah, I went. I sometimes would buy as big as a size eleven, mm-hmm. and I'm now an eight and a half again. Oh my gosh! And I didn't lose. I mean, I was already had lost most of the weight, so it wasn't. I didn't lose a lot of weight. It was just inflammation.
0: That is fascinating.
1: And of course, I mean, I can measure it most in my feet, but that was all over my body. I mean, it's not like the inflammation went down just on my feet. Right. And and as we know, inflammation is, I should say, uh, long-term unnecessary inflammation is the root cause of a lot of aging. 100%
0: and disease and And chronic debilitating disease. Right. And so it's a sign that something's wrong and you got to figure out what it is. Food Heals Nation, have you ever gone days without getting good sleep? It's so frustrating. You feel tired all the time, dragging yourself to and from work or wherever you have to go, and when you finally get back home and into bed, you just lie awake all night, again, and you're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Americans are actually spending $50 billion a year on sleeping pills, and the ironic thing is is that these pills do not let you get the rejuvenating rest that you need. That's why the superior nutrition provided by Organifi Gold can help in so many ways. First of all, the Gold helps you experience deep sleep so you can wake up refreshed and rested. It soothes your muscles and helps you relax after a long day and it even helps stiff joints feel young again. It's chock full of healing ingredients like their maximum strength turmeric, which is an ancient, powerful medicinal root, ginger, which helps with those achy muscles and joints, reishi mushroom, which they call the king of mushrooms for youthfulness and longevity, lemon balm, turkey tail, black pepper, coconut milk, cinnamon, fiber, prebiotics, all kinds of good stuff. And it tastes divine. There's just nothing better than a warm cup of Organifi Gold before bed. And it's so easy to make. You just heat up some water and mix the powder in. You can add a splash of your favorite plant-based milk to make it creamier. And you know that we scored an exclusive discount for you, Food Heals Nation. Go to Organifi.com. Use the coupon code Heals to get 20% off your first order. Alright, now back to my interview with Laura.
1: You're listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes.
0: I love the approach that you took because, listen... What if you are eating all the right things, you figured out your food allergies, but you're still going to a job every day where there is mold or asbestos? Oh, yeah. You don't even know. Or what if you're doing all the right things and then you're still in a toxic relationship? Or what if you're not in a toxic relationship, but you're not going to a place with mold, but you're eating McDonald's every day? This is mind, body, spirit. You have to look at the environmental factors. You have to look at what you're eating every day. You have to look at your emotional and mental and physical, all of the things that are contributing to you. We haven't even talked about exercise, right? Right. But it's like- There's so much we can do, but we have to be aware of what else could be affecting us. Because I'm sure at the time you didn't know the mold was affecting you.
1: I mean, it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh yeah, that's not good," but I didn't. I don't think I realized like how significant it is. And by the way, when I say mold, I mean like literally where they came in and cut out drywall because it was visibly growing. Like you know, pretty serious. And it was, you know, I was getting sinus infections, but I was also eating. Terribly for me, you know, I do believe that different diets work for different people at different times. So I, I now know that I'm very sensitive to anything that converts to sugar. Mm -hmm. So weed is a huge one. Um, It's very high glycemic, in addition to like other inflammation that it can cause for a lot of people.
0: Quick question. Are you celiac?
1: I've never had the test. And frankly, I don't want to take it because you have to eat. I mean, the last I heard, you have to eat it in order to take the test. And last time I had wheat, it was like so bad that I was like, I don't even want to mess. So I don't know. I know that I'm medically allergic. I had, it's interesting with the testing because I had, when I was first trying to figure this stuff out. I got the skin prick test and I didn't interestingly react to that one. But when I got the blood test, I responded really strongly to Mm, weed. Okay. So that's a strong response for me. And then interestingly, I also got the genetic testing recently and I am what's called a slow carbohydrate processor. Got it. So that just means I just don't handle a lot of carbs well. So anything that's sugar, so I, you know, cut out processed sugar right away and, and even a lot of dairy converts to sugar. So that's part of the issue for dairy for some people is that, so now I eat a, a very low carb diet and that's what works best for me, but it's also been a journey. Like I didn't, you know, start from there. It's been a gradual shift. Of
0: course. Yeah, and Food Heals Nation knows that we are all about figuring out what's right for your body. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that's I've found interesting through doing this podcast and just becoming a person who everyone talks about their nutrition where wherever I meet them is that so many people actually test negative for celiac but still have an a huge allergy yeah. to wheat and or gluten. And totally it can be debilitating.
1: It can. And the issue for a lot of people is uh, they don't take it out of their diet for long enough to really tell because it can stay in your system for like 30 to 60 days. So like I said, I had stopped eating it for about 30 days before I think I started to even notice a difference because it stays in your system for so long. So that's huge. And if you struggle with immunity, I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. And I'm a big fan of the book, uh, green brain, Mm, which talks about how this is and wheat belly too, if you've never read that, but green brain it's, uh, let's see, I think he's a neurologist if I remember correctly. And he calls Alzheimer's type three diabetes. And I mean, when I read that, I was just like, yes. And the thing is, I think our bodies are all built with a certain amount of tolerance to a level, but I think I just put my body through so much kind of abuse for so long that now I have to be like extra careful, yeah, uh, because there's I just like did so much damage, and I do think it's possible to do an amazing amount of healing, but it's I do think your sensitivity to things can increase over time as well, and just to give people a sense like I ate horribly (laughs) not i'm not just talking about like grilled cheese sandwiches but like my average breakfast in college i'm not kidding you was like a diet coke and a chocolate bar yeah so i mean i I remember we were drive
0: through central like we were like taco bell and um what's the fried chicken one in north carolina the Anyways, that was what we ate.
1: Yeah. Well, and that was pretty typical. Yeah. yeah Taco Bell and, you know, whatever I else. I,
0: like, I heard you could <laughs> eat better, but like I had no idea. I just thought it meant eating a salad. and I'm like, a salad? I don't know how to eat lettuce. So I like didn't know any better. Oh my gosh. I think that's
1: the case for most people. Yeah. And also uh, because I do have a very fast metabolism for years. I mean, I I was still thin. You know, so so, so to when me, you put it was on like,
0: weight, it's a big deal. It was, yeah, because yeah.
1: when, when I say it was, you know, sixty pounds every other night now, I hadn't been historically, yeah, a bigger girl or curvy or you know anything. I was on the borderline of overweight and obese, hmm. so right on the top end of like overweight where I was borderline obese. And that was new for me. Like I'd never experienced that. And, and it was definitely connected with me energetically to everything I was telling about in terms of the situation I was in, but also had PCOS and insulin resistance. So, and almost everything I was eating at that point was very sugary.
0: And um, how long did it take you to lose the 60 pounds?
1: So 30 pounds, I lost almost immediately when I left my ex-husband, like literally. Like it was like, I didn't even have to wow. try. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, bam, bam, bam. And
0: I remember thinking, well, if I'd known that before. Yeah. No, and I remember that. Um, two of my big breakups in my lifetime before, yeah. you know, I got married and all of that, I got thin as fuck. Like... I was like, what's happening? I thought it was, I didn't know what it was, but I was just like, I'll embrace Yeah, this. no,
1: it was just nutso. Because yeah. it, it was like, I've been, and right before, like when I was still in the relationship and in that situation, I was, you know, counting my calories and exercising, yeah, yeah, and doing yeah. all the things and nothing was working. And I was so frustrated. Um, And then after that, it was kind of a gradual shift, yeah. like, you know, five pounds here, or so for several times. Yeah. And a lot of it was at that point, I think, Continued with the dietary changes and figuring out what I needed and what I didn't, and then also continuing to release unhealthy situations. I had an interesting experience the last year with clearing parasites. And I don't know, have you talked about that on your show?
0: Yes, we love her. Par- I oh. mean, sorry. We do not <laughs> love parasites, but we love this topic. So please tell us everything.
1: Well, so I kept getting the message of parasites, and one of the things I love about hosting a health podcast is like
0: whatever yeah. I need, and it gets sent to me as a guest. So like, you get to learn from your guests. Yeah, and I learn all the time from my guests. Yeah, yeah exactly. I do too. Yeah. But
1: even if like You're it's like like this it's message it's is for, for me. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I share it, but it's like, oh wow. So I kept. I had a couple of parasite experts, and then one of them came on, and he had some supplements, and I tried them. It's called Micro Formulas. Highly recommend them. And oh my gosh, I was you know I was like, well, I'll try them, and after I was talking with them on the show I thought I think maybe I do but I still wasn't like sure and then I tried them and it was like Oh my God, I could not believe what came out. <laughs> Sorry, it's kind of gross, but like- No, please.
0: It, okay, what episode was it? Because I want to listen and I'm, okay. I'm sure Food Heals uh, it's, wants it's, to listen.
1: It's like, I think it's Dr. Todd Watts is, is the one and it's um, microbe, I think we might even say Microbiome. parasites. Okay. It's microbe formulas, okay. yeah.
0: Mel is our show notes writer. She's amazing and she'll find it and put it in the show notes. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, and the fascinating thing is if you have parasites, because the universe is kind of comprehensive, you probably have kind of energetic and relational parasites. That means like people or situations in your life where there's so like parasitic energy. people? Yeah.
0: Just like your toxic relationship? Yep. So, <gasps> oh you know, it, it's,
1: as you release one, it helps you release the other. Yeah, yeah, So I explained that the universe is very much like a Netflix cue. Whatever you say yes to, the universe sends you more. So if you have parasites, literally, the universe will send you parasitic people. Does that make sense? Oh, my God. If you release parasitic people, it'll help you clear your physical parasites. <laughs> it's like there because it's like whatever you accept is like saying yes. Whatever you have says yes, I want yeah. that. I'm in that. I choose that. Even if it's not thought of as a conscious choice, it's like the universe is just, does what it does and so it was a really interesting thing because at the same time as I was releasing physically these parasites I was also releasing a lot of people in situations that I think I hadn't even realized were in that same dynamic where I was giving a lot more energy than I was receiving but yeah the physical parasites like it was shocking and guys like I had a massive tapeworm
0: like I'm
1: not talking just like I think if you're alive to some degree involves having things living in your body but like this was like, I had no idea. And I feel like I was pretty in tune. And I'd I'd, I'd even gone to one acupuncturist and I want to give a mention about this. I'd gone to an acupuncturist and he did muscle testing. And I think muscle testing can be helpful, but I specifically asked about parasites and he was like, no, that seems fine. So muscle testing is not always work and it also depends on does that person have parasites that they're not aware of they might then not be able to sense them in the yours. practitioner is yes so important yes yeah. so anyway so with muscle testing it can be very effective but take it with a grain of salt and if you're getting the message that so you have something like you know please pursue other avenues of finding that out and don't just rely on them or maybe get someone else muscle test and see too but yeah, so that was really important. And I had been going through this process where I was starting to do more television and interacting with a lot more people, even energetically. So, you know, when I did some of these television show episodes, two million people would see it every time, right? Wow. So it's a massive amount of people that I'm interacting. And if I'm giving energy way too much, then I could get depleted. And I think that's essentially what's happening. I wasn't strong enough and I was giving way too much energy, mm-hmm. even life force energy with parasites. Yeah. And in order to move to the next level, I needed to clear that out.
0: You know, it's not the same thing, but I had a kind of a similar experience where I was on a cleanse in Palm Springs, so I go to Palm Springs, and I do the thing where you drink green juice, and you release, and you do a colonic every day, and it's five days in the desert. It's very magical and very healing. You don't really necessarily deal with the emotional stuff. It's not like you're like, and you're going to break up with your toxic friends or your toxic relationship or whatever, but what happens is the emotions start to come up when you're cleansing the body. When you're laying on the colonics table and you have a good hydrotherapist, she will say, that's a parasite. And so one time, I'm sorry, Food Heals Nation, we're going to get graphics. I'm laying on the table and she's talking about parasites and I had no control over myself. I was just crying.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was like, and it was about my dad. So it wasn't about a current relationship that I was in that I had control over, but it was about forgiveness with my father who I lost to cancer and all this stuff, all the unresolved stuff that was just sitting in my gut. Yeah. You know? And so here I am physically cleansing and the emotions had to come out, they had no choice but to come out because they had been stored in my gut and I had to force them out physically. You don't have to do that, okay? You don't have to be that dramatic.
1: No, but I think when we're on a detox, I think this is an important thing to bring up that there is an emotional component to it. That, And even there's certain heavy metals, for example, that if you have them, you will be depressed.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Right? And so
1: this is all connected. A lot of things that we think are just emotional whatever there's a huge biochemical component yeah and so it's important to address like and look at all these different areas
0: Well, I used to be clueless. And I kind of thought, like, what you think doesn't matter. How you feel doesn't matter. It just matters how you act on the outside. And I still know a lot of people who think that way. And they're obviously not listeners to this podcast. (laughs) They're not people I can convert. But, like, I remember feeling that way. So I understand. But now I know. And scientifically and in the medical world, they have made the connections between emotions and disease. It's not on CNN every day. You know, the drug companies aren't talking about it because they want you to be on a drug for the rest of your life. But these things are beyond denial at this point. It's not woohoo, spiritual garbage. It's not like, you know, this is actual scientific fact that your emotions affect you to the point that not only your physical and what you're eating or what you're exercising and all of that can affect you whether you have disease or not, but so can what are you telling yourself every day? How are you feeling about yourself? What are you believing? Who are you around? What are they saying to you? What are you internalizing? Our emotions store disease and toxins and parasites and heavy metals and all of the things
1: absolutely so are you familiar with message in the water oh the book
0: yeah oh my gosh i haven't talked about this in a few years let's talk about it
1: i mean i think this is so important i had a light bulb moment when i was learning about this this is at the very beginning of my kind of like psychic um journey but This book, Messages in the Water, and there's several books now actually, is about this uh, Japanese researcher who started to take photos of water molecules. And what they would do is have people meditate or think certain thoughts and then photograph the water. Oh, my God. And so it'd be like love versus hate or they would also take water molecules from places with radiation or, you know, from a microwave or, you know, various things and you could see the physical difference and it was shocking. Oh, my God. Like, love is this beautiful, you know, crystalline, kind of like a snowflake and then hate is like misshapen and kind of gross looking. Oh, my God. And this is so important because our bodies are mostly water, right? Yeah. And so if we are thinking those thoughts about ourselves or someone else, yeah, it doesn't even have to be just about ourselves. That has a physical impact on our bodies. Yeah. And so, or if other people are, so I think this is why if you're in around someone who's toxic or negative, yeah, you know, their thoughts will literally can impact your body. Oh my God. And so it's really important to be as positive and possible. And I'm not talking about toxic positivity. You know, obviously we have times when we need to purge and heal and clear, but I'm talking about like constant, like negative Mm self-talk or fear, et cetera. Yeah.
0: Oh, I could not agree more. Okay. I love the water thing. And I have a friend and she did. Do you remember the, I don't know if it was a study or what it was, but it was where the students at a school had two plants And one plant they gave hate and one plant they gave love. And
1: there was a shocking difference between the two.
0: So someone a few years ago posted this on my Facebook wall. They're like, Allie, look at this. Like the plants died that were talked bad to and all the things. So I was like, I believe in it. Whatever. Cool. And then one of my friends who was completely anti this concept was like, this is a scam. Here's Snopes.com busting the myth. Like this is all garbage and blah, blah. And I was like, whatever. So he did his own experiment with plants. <laughs> he proved the, himself... The skeptic. <laughs> the skeptic proved himself wrong. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he did, I hate you plant, I love you plant, and then the plant that he loved fucking grew. <laughs> Excuse my French, but I mean, you know... No, it's, it, it works. Yeah. And let me tell you, Laura, that he didn't post it to my wall or anything like that, but he told me privately over a cocktail or two or three or four... <laughs> That he did it. And he was like, I'm starting to believe. There's
1: a a shocking number of people with stuff like that, that when they try for themselves. So I actually uh, interviewed an author on my podcast, uh, Victoria Lucillo, and her book, A Skeptic's, journey or skeptics guide and she wrote a book about psychics and astrologers and things and she expected to like be like whatever guys yeah and instead she totally is like wow no this is all real (laughs) so
0: i love that yeah yeah
1: so try it and i i also would encourage everyone to try to ask angels to help Uh. Because yes. they're divine beings that, you know, they're not limited by the physical reality and they're just waiting guys. It's like, think of them as like unemployed angels. There's all these angels that are just waiting for a job, right? You know, no one wants to be unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to do something, we want to work. So yeah. give these angels, you know, the opportunity to help you and they love to do it. And it's so rewarding.
0: I agree. Laura, this has been so fun. And I really appreciate you taking us on your health journey And next week, we're going to talk about ghosts, psychics, angels manifesting (laughs) all the things. I love it.
1: Yes. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah, so I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah. But a lot of times I think people need to start on the physical, right? Because that's where we are. And that's what is the most easy to connect with. And then once you start to heal some of that, then you're able to
0: access the spiritual aspects more easily. Absolutely. So people are listening right now and they're like, How can I do a reading with Laura? (laughs) Even though we didn't actually get into how psychic Laura is. But if you listen to all of her shows and shows that she's been interviewed on, you will be fascinated. So if you want a reading, where can they find you? And then you also have courses and books and six podcasts. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God.
0: So you can find information about my
1: health and psychic work on my website, healingpowers.net. Yes. And my podcast is listed there as well as the server this page has information about how to work with me as a psychic and you can see clips of me doing it um, and my books are listed there as well and then if you're interested in my other podcasts the more creative work you know as actress model Writer, etc. Then that's on my website, LauraPowers.net, and then I'm also on Instagram at Laura Powers44, and you can find me on Facebook at Healing Powers, and also I have a page for Laura Powers as well.
0: Yes, and so we didn't get into all of it, but you are a writer, a singer, a filmmaker. You are a judge. Did we talk about that? I already forgot. You have hands in all of the things. I do, and I think. I love doing
1: a lot of different things and I find that they feed together in these yeah. you know, fascinating ways. I read a book a while ago called refuse to choose, which I felt was really helpful for me. And I think there's some people that just really thrive on doing a lot of things. And some people that don't, I'm one of those people that thrive on it. So yeah. if, <laughs> if someone tries to limit me I'm like, no, <laughs> I get, I just feel like, I don't know, like I'm not growing or something. So yeah, if you're that way, I encourage you to do it. And I mean, here's the thing, like I used to make my living as an actress and I did improv for years. And then now I'm a psychic. And I got booked on a comedy podcast that was unscripted with Ron Burgundy. So So all my experience doing, you know, comedy and improvisationally helped me there, even though that's, it's like not what I guessed it would be, but it was perfect. So I was not afraid to take that experience on.
0: Well, we did a podcast with the VIP club for our mastermind, Rise and Bloom, and you talked about all of the amazing things that podcasting and writing books has yes. led to for you and for me as well. So I think if yeah. you know, you're know you also listening to this and you're like, I want to write books, I want to podcast, Laura's a great person to connect with.
1: Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. it's been huge for me. And if you want to do it, I highly encourage you to do it because you just don't know where it can take you, but it's going to help you grow and shift and learn and just meet amazing people. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well,
0: thank you, Laura, so much for sharing your story today.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. It's been a pleasure.
0: Hope you enjoyed our interview with Laura, Food Heals Nation. Don't forget to stay tuned because she's back on the next episode and we're talking angels, ghosts, spirits, and beyond. Don't forget to go to Organifi.com. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS to get 20% off your Organifi gold. Sleep well, Food Heals Nation